This episode of the Red Bull Rant is brought to you by the fine patrons that support us through patreon.com slash Rant. You can support us for the low, low price of $1 a month, and you can get exclusive content, including a monthly wrap-up for the New York Red Bulls. We want to send a special shout-out to our patrons who support us at $5 a month. That is our producer-level reward. Thank you to Jeremiah Dempster, William Martin, Clayton John, and Christopher Admack. Now, on to the show. This is the Red Bull Ramp Podcast. If you aren't expecting adult language, why even bother listening? Welcome, my friends, to the show never ends. This is the Red Bull Ram Podcast. I'm your host, Jason Iapico. I'm Pat McDonald. I'm Truman, and this is actually episode 307. Life is short. Stunt it. There you go. You know why you got it right? It's because I put the agenda together this time. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. If anybody was wondering why I was at last week, Pat mentioned it kind of briefly. Testing new update at the Vegan Bakery, and it is... <laughs> Yeah. It's, it's a lot it, of work. The, the new recipe is has some problems. Oh, that's never good to hear. Yeah. Mm. I mean, come on. When you're developing a brand new recipe, there's, there's going to be some some broken eggs in there. And that's at a vegan bakery, so of course that mm. makes no sense at all. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a turn of phrase. Yeah. Oh, we just added uh, your vegan bakery is not actually being vegan. It's actually what? people. Well, no. Yeah. See, the thing is, that we, you got to start with a, a base, a blueprint, right? So usually you base it off of something that is not vegan, and then you find ways to replace things. So, well, here's the thing. I mean, all those vegans you've been feeding eggs are now going to vegan hell. <laughs> the vegan police, I could, I think, show up, right? <laughs> yeah, they're like, no, you have to. It's like where their vegan powers. <laughs> but you have to knowingly digest. Not only yeah. if you went to vegan academy, so it's I true. mean. Truman and I get that reference. I yeah. <laughs> I got the reference too. I said Vegan Academy. <laughs> Is there a mention of, I don't remember there being a mention of Vegan Academy, but all right. At least I'm pretty sure they did. Everyone who gets the reference just send us gifts. Chicken? <laughs> Chicken's not vegan? <laughs> so, um, the Red Bulls finally decided to prove us wrong because I think we all predicted losses last week. Yeah. And they won. Granted, it wasn't pretty, but they did it. In other words, we are never. We're gonna. We're, I, I bet like this team is gonna be so all over the place. We're all gonna end in single digits in points by the end of the year. Yep. Yeah. If I win the belt, I don't care. I'll take that. <laughs> I, I'd like to win the belt. I just know you'll never send it to me. I, I have plans for a, a, like a get together at the end of the year. <laughs> we, we just haven't talked about it yet. Yeah. All right, so Red Bulls hosted FC Cincinnati, came away with a one nothing victory. Uh, let's get into it. Tweets, Truman, do you have those ready, or do you need to read them off? Nope, don't have them. Okay. Again, unless you have them nope, uh, handy. I got, I got them up here. Beautiful. Okay. So uh, first, I got to make sure I get the right one. There we go. First, uh, David at D-B-R-I-E-V-A on Twitter says, poor play for a win. Can't really yep. argue with that one. Uh, Tino M at Tonino M says, a win is a win, but there are still questions. Like, what the hell happened to the good Mario? 
Mm-hmm. Maria wanted to go to Europe. Well, uh, Jeremiah at Red Coach Jay said, we have four guys tonight in the starting lineup for the first time in a while, each with very... Each for various reasons, White, Fernandez, Tarek, and Mouil. Blade will rightly get a lot of credit for this win, but those guys made all the difference. Uh, and he followed that up saying, uh, look good in the first half. Probably should have even had one or two more goals, but that second half came apart quick. Yep. Ultimately, we were lucky to walk away with any points at all. Formation, tactics, fitness, or personnel, whatever it was, is still not the most comforting performance. Uh, then... Uh, Steven Santos at Creepy Tax. He said, I really was cheering for Cincinnati in the second half. That's how piss poor we played in the second half. We barely won by the smallest margins, literally, and one person <laughs> literally <laughs> laid. Small margin. Little guy. Little guy. I can attest personally. <laughs> uh, and last is Casey Jones at Great Full Shed 23. He says, Much needed win to slow the bleeding. Being saved by the posts a couple times is still unnerving. Lineup had me scratching my head, but I think they held it together better than some of the regular starters subbed in at the end of the second half. Hoping they can build some momentum. They won't. <laughs> I feel like we just need to pull the um, rest of development narrator voice in. <laughs> On the next episode of the Red Bulls, they lose to the Galaxy. <laughs> so... Uh, Let's go with our likes and dislikes. Pat, you can go first. What did you dislike about this one? Uh, I think uh, a couple of the Twitter mention, uh, people have mentioned it. It's that they really did come apart in the second half. I mean, if it wasn't for the post, uh, this would have been another loss, another loss to an expansion team. And, you know, it, of course, it's a big what if, what it could have, should have. Um, but, you know, it, it, it was clear that in that second half, the Cincinnati, FC Cincinnati was a better team. Uh, I think, uh, once again, I think it's – even with the win, I think it's another indictment of Chris Armis. I don't think he's good at adjusting um, in game. Uh, and when plans kind of come unraveled, I, I, I think, you know, his, his coaching ability really is put to the test. Um, so it, it's, you know, I do still think he's going to get replaced at some point this season, uh, whether it be Thierry Henry or not. Um, and I, I think, you know, it, it's just clearly this team, even with the win, even with the three points, uh, is not at all where it needs to be for a team that has been to the playoffs now uh, up to this point for nine straight seasons. Um, so, well, 2010? Yeah. Let's see. Oh, okay, yeah. That's yeah right. it's, not, it's not eight minus zero, dude. Sorry. You know what? I'm a computer. You know what? I, I should know how to count from zero. That's the, that's the worst part. Yeah, I mean, how do you measure out those eggs for your vegan exactly. eggs? I got to start at zero, right? Yeah, so, um, you know, so it's – I think that's a big disappointment is that they still did not look right. Yeah, and, I, and I'll just pile on with the dislike is that it was the worst one nothing win you could possibly have at home. Maybe you take this on the road, but uh, <laughs> you think a little bit more domination against an expansion team at home, especially with the team kind of got a wake-up call with, with the lineup decisions made. But, yeah, they just eked one out. I mean, their offense was Connor Laid, much maligned Connor Laid. Yep. Uh, albeit on a great play, uh, that that pass from Royer was awesome. You know, Which, there was nobody really there for it. Just happened to be that no Cincinnati player was in the area. Um, sure, but I mean, the, the play was good. But that was your offense was was a defenseman, a, a non regular starter. Again, the the main the guys who were supposed to score didn't. 
So what's that going to show us going into this weekend? Mm -hmm. Uh, This Latin time is going to destroy us? Mm -hmm. Probably. Um, My dislike is... Mario had a bad game, but he was a symptom of a bigger problem, and that was going from a seemingly aggressive mindset to a defensive posture because two of the substitutions made a three-man backline into a five-man backline and immediately we started giving up so much, so many good looks. And the only reason that they didn't score was because they were just unlucky. But specifically at Mario play, come on, you're, you're on for less than like three, three minutes. Yeah. And that is the play. Like I understand wanting to do the back pass header, but know where your fucking goalie is. Mm-hmm. You're, that's your job. You're a defenseman. You're supposed to know where your guys are to make sure that you don't give up possession on your in your part of the field. And this this clip wasn't on the show last time, but Mario, you're forcing my hand here. It's yeah. fucking embarrassing! Thank the post, because as unfortunately, as the team Twitter pointed out, the literally the post and the crossbar were a player of the match, along with Connor Laid. Oh, that clever, clever Red Bulls Twitter account. Uh, likes, because we gotta have to take something positive. Uh, I am gonna pin, pin out or point out the goal by Laid because it was a pretty good goal. And I get to pull out this other audio clip that I haven't used in a long time. Hey, everybody, we're all going to get late. Bringing it back. Yeah. <laughs> That's going to stay on the soundboard until late is no longer on this team. <laughs> or this podcast ends, whichever happens first. Caddyshack will always be welcome on this yeah, podcast. Well. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. What I don't know. It's hard to like to just kind of a... But yeah, I mean, I guess congratulations, Connor Laid. So how about my dislike is the fact that Connor Laid was the one who scored the goal, and my like would be the fact that Connor Laid scored a goal. <laughs> we just do it that way? You could. You I mean, that's right. very possible. That's what I'm doing. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm just going to – let's go three for three. Um, I like his Connor Laid uh, getting on the board. I mean, he's been much maligned throughout the season, I think a bit unfairly because I think it's a bit unfair to expect him – to replace uh, Kamar Lawrence's production. Um, but, you know, it, it's it's always nice to see a guy who has struggled and been crapped on by the fan base um, and a longtime player, for that matter, for the team, uh, get such a crucial goal. Uh, it's always a good story. Well, when Thierry Henry takes over as head coach, I'm sure Connor Lade will be our forward. So Most likely. We'll just score more often. Whatever happened to Connor Lid? He has bad coaches. I will make him great. <laughs> Here's a question. Would it actually make sense to make Lade once you A, have Lawrence back, and B, get some depth to that position to to transfer or to make Lade a midfielder? I feel like he would do much better as like a defensive wing back, as I, a, like a defensive midfield wing back kind of thing. Sure. Why not? He's got an engine. You know, he could definitely move. He, he wouldn't. He wouldn't be a bad. Um, I mean, he's not going to be a Dax McCarty, but he, he wouldn't be too terrible. Yeah, but once again, in the salary cap league, we're talking about we're expecting our backups to be as good as the starters, and it's just it, it's not and it's not possible. I would get 
I would actually guarantee that we probably have one of the best backup left backs in the league in Connor Wade. I would, I really would be surprised if there are many backup left backs better than Connor Wade. I could see that. Okay, in the land of backup, sure. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. I'm talking yeah. strictly backups. Yeah, yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not saying he's a bad backup. I'm just saying, like, if you were to find a backup that could literally step in for Lawrence, not you know the same level, but close to it, then if you're going to have late, you might as well make him something like a. I think he actually would be better suited as a midfielder at that point. And I mean, that's just that's just my opinion. That's all. Um, Afterthoughts. Any other things you guys want to discuss with this game? Yuck! It was yucky. It was a yucky game. Mm-hmm. That's that's about it. Yeah, I mean, as uh, you two will both attest, I at one point messaged you, and I believe I was on the 60th minute when I was watching it. And I watched it on delay, and I said, uh, "Do I have to watch <laughs> the remaining 30 minutes of this?" It, it was not. It was not a fun watch, even with the three points. But like I said, it was kind of critical, right? Because at, at that point, you had to see Maria screw up. Yeah, I had to see all the, mo- the, the post hits and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, somebody put cock. Is, is this left over from last time? The Kaku and the agenda? Probably. He's still okay. suspended. There you go. Yeah, there, there you go. He's still He's, a douchebag. <laughs> yeah. Here's the, here's the real question. When is it safe for me to wear that jersey again? Never. We have to burn it. I ain't burning that fucking hundred-something dollar jersey. Uh, when he becomes the uh, MVP for the season somehow. All right. All right. How about this? We'll put this out to our patrons right now. All right? Uh, and so everybody? To our whole our whole audience. Truman, how much money do the patrons patrons have to give us to burn that jersey at the next tailgate? How much did that jersey cost? Uh, however much it costs, so I go and go buy a new one. <laughs> I can tell you the amount that I just transferred out of Patreon. Not, I'm not going to say publicly, but I can tell you how much I have. I just transferred out, and you can tell me if you want to do it for that. For all right, listen, go go on the Red Bull store, see how much an authentic red jersey costs. All right, hold on, we're going to do this right here, and then give me that money, and then I'll gladly burn it and go buy someone else. <laughs> By the way, I'd like to point out to our listeners right now that Jay just said he transferred money out of the Patreon account, and Truman and I have never been paid. Okay, I'm um, sorry, but who's paying for the hosting of this podcast? I thought that was Magical Elves or, yeah. or Underpants Gnomes. Under, definitely Underpants Gnomes. Yeah, um, sure, a credit card that I accidentally <laughs> used for my ex is going <laughs> to charge my... <laughs> Shucks. Damn. Yeah, I had to pay her back yesterday. All right, let's see. I still, I still um, smell embezzlement. Sure. Um, authentic. Or let's see. Oh, yeah. Okay. Authentic game jersey uh, with Bradley Wright Phillips' name because it's the closest I could find. $149.99. There you go. There you go. Give us 150 bucks, And at the next tail, next tail, Red Bull Ram tailgate, we will burn Truman's Kaku jersey. While wearing my new one that you guys bought for me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> And that that was a Wright Phillips one. Um, let's see. In any name, yeah, they're, they're all the same. Authentic, authentic is yeah, it's one fifty. Yeah, well, here's, the rep, replica is one fifteen. I, I, I don't wear replicas. Here's the problem, though. Is there any anybody... FC Cincinnati? That's why. Sherman, who would you replace Kaku with at this point? Who? Oh God Almighty! Um, oh man, that is not a list of people right now that I'm very excited about. 
Would you just get an on re jersey like those guys who wear Phil Sims jerseys to Giants games? Ah, uh, no, no. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, I, don't, I don't know. Maybe. Oh, Clint Mathis. He never wore a red Red Bulls jersey, though. That's true. Uh, I mean, who, it's, it's, who, who do you go with in this lineup? Like, I already have the Wu Tang, so I already have his. Yeah, I don't hate my long jersey. I'm going to say that. No, no, that's pretty quality. Listen, I'm not getting a Connor Lee jersey. All right, <laughs> not not doing it. All right, how much extra do they have to give you to get a Connor Lee jersey? <laughs> Ten more dollars. <laughs> All right, one hundred sixty dollars. Sherman replaces his Kaku jersey with a Connor Lee jersey. Yep. Okay, we'll see. Um, all right, let's move on. So prediction contest, none of us got anything right. So uh, Truman and I are tied for first with four points. Pat's in, in uh, third with one. In the fans contest, somebody actually called a one nothing win. Uh, I mean, that's, that's not like a shocking score prediction. It's not like they said five to two and they got it right. I mean. But it did, it did put him in the first place. Yeah, in the fan predictions. Steve Toto now sits on points tied, but he has a tiebreaker because he has two games exactly right this year. And those are his only points, by the way. The two games he's gotten exactly right. Not bad. Not bad. No. Uh, so he is in first with six points. Uh, tied for second is uh, Goddamn with six. Jeremiah Dempster with six, but they only have one exact scoreline right, which is why they're tied for second. Uh, then FCBM is in fourth, and then we have a tie for fifth. And I'm not going to read off those names right now. And uh, the the one for the LA Galaxy match, I put it up today. It's uh, open until 1 p.m. Saturday. So I will try to pin that tweet when I get a chance. But uh, on Twitter or Facebook, it'll be there. You guys can go put your predictions in. So the LA Galaxy match, the Red Bulls will host... Uh, Zlatan and the Galaxy, uh, May 4th, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on ESPN. Uh, L.A. comes in with a very good 7-1-1 one, and one record this year. Yeah, that's not great. But 1-1-1 one, one, and one on the road. They've played six games at home so far this year. So they haven't had a lot of road travel. Uh, plus seven goal difference, 22 points, second in the West. Their last five... Win, 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 draw, win. So yeah. this is one of the hottest teams in the league right now. Yep. So, uh, Truman, since you and I are tied for first, you're, I'm going to let you go first. What do you think is going to happen on Saturday uh, in Harrison? Me being sad, probably? <laughs> Hashtag sad, Truman? Yeah. Uh, but you know what? I'm going to say 1-1 one, one, draw. I think I just think the Red Bull defense will be able to keep them mostly in check. Um, Long and Parker are just going to have to be as tall as Zlatan is, just like be like twin towers, you know, over his his solo tall guyness. Uh, I, I don't know. I think that's the best result you're going to get out of this. Um, hope the Galaxy are tired coming all the way to the East Coast. But I'm I'm saying it. We're bringing it back. One percent Darby is on. Sure, the lineups aren't very one percenty, but uh, I always like the idea of this being the one percent derby. So we're bringing it back. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we've invested our money in Enron since the last one uh, percent <laughs> derby. So I don't think we're there anymore. All right, uh, I am going with a 
two nothing loss. Wow. Uh, I had previously said I would never call a win until they had won a game, which they did. But I do not feel comfortable after the win last week, so I'm going to keep the losses going. LA, or LA is a much better team at this point in the year, regardless of the fact that they've only played six games or sorry, three games on the road. I do not trust the Red Bulls to get another win, especially when their only shutout of the year came against a team that was on a 300-plus minute scoreless streak. Yeah, I just don't trust this team to win. Yeah, I actually 100% agree with Jay. I'm um, going with a 2-0 two, two loss as well. Uh, I think this is probably very possibly the best offense the Rebels have been facing all year, and uh, or so far anyway. And uh, on top of that, I mean, our offense is just – it's awful. It's just flat-out awful right now. Um, you know, I'm not even convinced Bradley Wright Phillips is injured. I hate to say it. You know, I, I almost wonder if that's just something they put out there so he could be benched for, you know, and save face. Um, and, uh, yeah, I just don't see the Red Bulls getting the result here. I think it's going to be a disappointing game with a stadium full of people to see Zlatan and nobody who actually uh, plays in that stadium. Yeah, I definitely feel like that's how it's going to go. Um, any, any other thoughts on LA, or just want to move past this? We can move past it. Oh, we have another game to preview. All right, it's double match week. I completely forgot. Double match week. I have to go to Red Arena on a work night. Man. Now, now I'm forced to go to the Rebels website because I don't remember what this game is. I have to work on Wednesday. Montreal, eight o'clock on probably MSG, right? Montreal's seventeen points. Good grief! When the fuck did they get decent? When we saw her stucking. Yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> so yeah, uh, New York hosting Montreal, eight p.m. Eastern Wednesday night. And as Pat said, seventeen points. Uh, I didn't prepare for this one, so I'm. I have no idea what's going to happen. I have no idea about anything about Montreal except for what Patrick said. Um, so Truman, actually, no, I'll, I'll go first this time since you went first for the last one to make it fair since we're tied. All right. Um, I'm going to go another loss because again, I don't trust. If, if Montreal is 17 points, I don't trust this, the Red Bulls to do anything, hosting or not. Uh, I do think they'll fare a little bit better. Uh, I am going to say a two-one loss at home, and I'm going to go. I'm going to make the bold prediction that if we lose both of these games, that's when Armis is getting fired. That's not a, not a hard prediction to make. I'm going to say they're going to win one nothing because you know why? Because it's Wednesday, and Wednesdays are fucking weird, and we're probably going to throw out some fucking bizarro lineup that makes absolutely no sense. And uh, Brian White's going to score again. You said one nothing victory. Yep. Okay. Yep. Uh, so one of us is going to get points this week. I'm going to go with a 1-1 draw because as I scrolled through Montreal's record, I saw they have a negative two goal differential, believe it or not, despite being in third place in the East, which is probably an indictment of the East. But, um, you know, so I'm going to say the Rebels get that draw, uh, just take advantage of a bad Montreal uh, defense, probably an own goal, to be honest. Um, I'm not really expecting uh, actual any actual offensive output. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to go with a 1-1 draw. All right, there you go. So yeah, somebody gets a somebody gets a point on Wednesday. Maybe somebody gets a point on Saturday. 
Although chances are somebody will get a point because I doubt they're going to win Saturday. Yeah. All right. Uh, New York Red Bulls 2. The last two matches was a 2-1 victory uh, home to the 11. And then a 5-0 win over the Birmingham Legion. Yeah. Just destroying teams. Whooping. Uh, Whooping them up. 6-1-1 record. 19 points plus 12 goal difference. Number one in the East. It's almost like John Waliak knows how to coach a team that changes every year. Hmm. Uh, their next match is away to Auto, the Ottawa Fury Wednesday, May 8th at 10.30 a.m. And that is not a that is not a mistake. I double-checked the Red Bull <laughs> website, and their site says 10.30 a.m. Because when I saw that on Google, I was like, that can't be correct. It's got to be like 10.30 p.m. This is some rando like, Canadian holiday that everybody is off. Definitely, it's like a school. It's like a school camp game. It's, that's how that feels like. One of those. Is it going to be a hundred degrees? No, oh man, I mean, it's, it's Canada. Come on, it's not going to be hundred degrees yet, or <laughs> maybe ever. Well, maybe with global warming, but. <laughs> um. All right. So Sky Blue FC picked up a two-two draw at home against the Portland Thorns, the defending uh, NWSL champions. Their next match is away of against the North Carolina Courage on Saturday, May 4th at 7 p.m. So if you, know, you can't go to both, obviously, but you can at least watch a kind of day-night doubleheader. You can totally do both. Right. Yeah, you can travel down to North Carolina. Oh, whoops. <laughs> I, mean, planes. I mean, sure, if you can like charter a plane, you can make it down there. So for all our rich listeners... Why aren't you giving us money? <laughs> yeah, that's first thing. And then second, take your private plane to North Carolina and watch the uh, sky blue. All right. Uh, so with that, time for the dumping ground. I'm the trash man. All right. So I'm at, I added this one in. I should have put it in today, but I added it in late. He added, in, uh, he added in one second ago. So yeah, right. literally. <laughs> Not at all prepared. <laughs> Sorry. Well, I'm going to read what's... You'll have time. Can I read this? So on the... Um, if you So Reddit is basically an online forum. And if you go to reddit.com slash r slash rbny, it's nothing but Red Bulls. Somebody put up... Uh, it's The user's name is Soccer Stag with two Gs. Cool. Uh, Put up a proposed New York Red Bulls best eleven. Going to read that real quick because it did did generate some uh, discussion. I thought it was kind of interesting. Stanley Borman, Borman better be on this fucking list. <laughs> nope, he is not. Uh, uh, right, of the back, uh, Tim Howard for goalkeeper uh, on uh, the fence, and I'm assuming this is a four three three based on who he has. Um, on the back line, you have Kamar Lawrence as the left back. Tim mm-hmm. Ream, Aaron Law in the center backs, and Chris Leach as the right back. In the midfield, you have Dax McCarty as defensive midfielder, Sasha Kleschen and Clint Mathis as the attacking midfielders. And then on the front line, you have Thierry Henry on the left wing, Bradley Wright Phillips as the center striker, and Juan Pablo Angel on the right wing. And as the coach, Bob Bradley. Oof, I don't know. So, any mm. I, I can't accept Bob Bradley as the coach because he didn't win us nothing. 
I'm going to go Jesse Marsh. Yeah, yeah I'm going to go Jesse Marsh as well. That's what people were saying on the thing was Jesse Marsh. Oh, really? People are finally admitting he's a good coach? Well, versus <laughs> Todd Bradley, yeah. Reddit people. Yeah. Uh, where, are the, where are all the people who came at me last year? Like, oh, no, Chris Lamas is great. Tim Howard is great if you, you know, like Everton. Yeah, I, I would say Luis over that. Just sit, I mean, Tim, Tim Howard obviously has the career, but. You know, it was so short for the Red Bulls. Right, and we're talking the Red Bulls' best 11, right? Not, like, wherever else they played. He calls it – the the image says New York Red Bulls legends. So my assumption it means team legends, not, like, best career that happened to pass through the area. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, I would definitely agree Robles for Howard because otherwise it's – I mean, what are we doing here? People were – so this is the part that I was interested in. People were saying Matt Miazga over Aaron Long. Uh, hmm. I would actually, I, Tim Ream is the one I think at the moment I have a bit more of an issue with. I mean, Tim Ream is very good, don't get me wrong, and in his time here. Oh, usually he was a better rookie. I feel like his sophomore season he wasn't as good. Um, well, Ream only had really one full year, right? No, he had two. Oh, he had two? Okay. Yeah. Uh, Mia, uh, Miazga. Miazga had like half, kind of half a year under Pecky, and then one year under um, Marsh before being sold on. Yeah, and he was damn good that year. I, I would say that one year was better than either year for Reem. But I mean, if you want to go, you know, based on how many years they've given the team, then I guess maybe maybe Reem gets a slight edge. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's I don't, I don't. We didn't even have time to contemplate this whole thing, but I mean, just off the top of my head, I, Reem's not a terrible choice. But yeah, I would split between Reem and Miazga, and I think Long is definitely the other one. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, I think you're going to see a lot of Aaron Long in the Gold Cup this year. So, let's see. I'm going to read off some of the other opinions people had. Uh, Tyler Adams, where was he? Basically. Oh <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Um, that's that's a good debate, Tyler Adams versus Dax. That's a, that's a good debate. Well, no, actually, the person the the one is Adams over question. That's the one I'm looking at right now. Uh, yeah. Which doesn't really work because they they play different roles. Yeah. Right. Um, I, I, I suppose through the triumvirate you have there, yeah, you'd put Adams over question. Uh, someone suggested Mario over. No, wait, hold on, sorry. He said if Mario hadn't decided to take a mental vacation this season, he would be the best right back over Chris Leach. <sighs> I, I, I can't speak to Chris Leach. I was not a fan of the team at the time, or not at least a follower. Um, you know, I'll, I'll just say Mario had one very good season. I feel like he was kind of rough his first season in, and now he's, yeah, mentally checked out. I, I would just need more time to, to study all this nonsense. I think the forwards are gimmies. I, I don't think there's any arguing. No, no, not at all. I think really the question, the only one. Wait, somebody, can, wait no, no Salou Ibrahim for you guys? <laughs> I think the only positions you can really have a debate on, right? Ro, Robles absolutely has to be in there for Howard. That's not a question. Mm-hmm. Simply because of the time of the team. I mean, right, Robles, yeah. has won three, Robles has won three shields right. with this team. If he's not a club legend, then something's wrong. I mean, because then you're then you're talking Michael Bradley's got to be in there. Yeah, you know, or uh, Josie out the door. Yeah, 
Or you know, well, I'll say this: I don't think Josie's cracking the top three of the Red Bull. Mm, yeah, I mean, we're talking if, if that was the category of what else they did with the careers. Juan Pablo Angel did more with his overall career than That's Josie good. did. That's a good point. Thierry Henry probably did just a little bit more than Josie. Quite clear. And uh, BWP is the team's all all time, so he's not bumping any of those guys. Yeah. Who was this Thierry Henry before he came to New York? Last time he was in the fucking uh, Gillette commercial. What does that matter? So the only people I think you can have a real debate on would maybe Chris Leach. And again, I like Pat. I'm not familiar with his work with the teams. I don't know how he fits in. Tim Ream, Aaron Lawn, and um, Miazga. Pick two to three. It's, it, you can kind of toss up. I think Lawn is the absolute guarantee at this point. Mm-hmm. Because he's had, I think, arguably the better of the three in terms of with his team time with the team so far. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he won Defender of the Year last year. So yeah. mm-hmm. when he could have easily lost it to his center back mate at the same time. Yeah, and he was no slash the year before <laughs> either. No. Um maybe maybe Dax. I don't know. Uh, Sasha Kleshin, I feel like it's hard to take him out because of the fact that he's the team leader in assists. Right. Yeah. And I guess maybe Clint Mathis, although I'm hard to say. God, hey, don't you yeah. fucking say, dare. I, don't know. I, didn't I, don't want to, I didn't want to turn. I didn't want to, like, uh, you know, poke the Truman Bear with that one. So. I was going to say, I don't know who you'd even replace Clint Mathis with. That's, what, that's my point. No one. No. Well, I mean, again, if, if you put Tyler Adams in that triumvirate. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's – so maybe Dax, Clinton, Adams pick two kind of thing. Yeah. I put Thierry, BWP, and Juan Pablo in my midfield and just Clint up top. And I thought you were just going to say seven Clint Mathises. Oh, I could do that in the uh, top, the top of Red Bull or Mathis 11. Yeah. <laughs> All right. If, if you have thoughts on that, let us know on Twitter. Kind of curious. All right. Uh, so that was it for me. The one thing just thrown in literally last minute. Oh, yeah. So anyway, now yeah, back to the regular program. That was supposed to be a, a handoff to somebody else. <laughs> yeah, so they just announced, MLS just announced that the All-Star Game on July 31st, it's, I think it's a Wednesday in Orlando at Orlando City Stadium. They're playing Atletico Madrid. My question is, do you give two fucks? I'll watch it like I always do. And I'll have some alcohol and grill some meats. But then that's about it. I mean, was this the last thing they could find? Uh, I mean, Real Madrid fell off the face of the earth this year, so uh, I mean, they were the second best team in Spain. But, and we were just talking like name wise, like I think I think there's people on that team. I think that French guy, right? Gr- Griezmann's on there. Sure, I don't know. <laughs> He's a World Cup winner. Whatever. I've I've done with this bringing a big name team in for years now, so. I think it's fun. I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not it's, it's, it's the only way they're getting any kind of ratings at all or attendance. It's this is it. It's I, I just don't only way. I just I'm done with it because every year it's we're using this as a litmus test for how the league is. It's stupid. I right. don't think we are. I think we passed. Okay, that. the media generally was. Uh, like, but I, I look. Okay, listen. I gave up on paying attention. The to media, the like they cover this league. <laughs> well, they do at times when big teams are attached to it so i mean fucking deadspin let dire go despite the fact that they've expanded their soccer coverage that's the best part 
Didn't they didn't the athletic just do something like that where they dropped a bunch of people but were trying to expand coverage? There's soccer coverage. I mean, my I go on every day and it's blowing up with like MLS coverage. Uh, but one of those teams is not the Red Bulls. Oh, doesn't surprise me. Yeah. All right. Uh, I don't know who had the last one in the. Yep, uh, the women's World Cup. Jill Ellis uh, announced her uh, roster for the 2019 World Cup. Um, this feels early, although I don't re- really know because uh, the men didn't make the World Cup last year, so I don't really can't really uh, apply it to anything else. Because uh, I believe the World Cup starts in about a month. I don't know the exact date. Jake May thirtieth starts this month. The World Cup starts May. Th- no, it starts in June. Oh wait, shit. Hold on. No, that's sorry. For some reason, the Cricket World Cup one came up when I did that. Oh no, Cricket World Cup. Can we I, preview that next month? I filmed the Cricket World Cup in the school district I work at, which is pretty fucking cool. Even though I had no idea who the Michael Jordan of cricket who was in the building was, but you know. Uh, okay, let's see. So, okay, Women's World Cup starts. June seventh, uh, U.S.'s first game is June eleventh. Okay, so uh, more than a month does seem like like Not a really. long time uh, to to announce a roster. But nevertheless, here we go. Goalkeepers: Andriana Franch uh, from Portland Thorns, Ashlyn Harris from Orlando Pride, Alyssa Neher from uh, Chicago Red Stars. Defenders: Abby Dahlkemper from NC Courage, Tiana Davidson from Red, uh, Chicago Red Stars, Crystal Dunn from NC Courage, Ali Krieger from Orlando Pride, Kelly O'Hara Utah Royals. Becky Sauerbrunn, Utah Royals, Emily Sonnet, Portland Thorns. Midfielders, Mo Bryan for Chicago Red Stars, Julie Ertz, Chicago Red Stars, Lindsey Haram, Portland Thorns, Rose Lavelle, Washington Spirit, Ali Long, Rain FC. Uh, I don't know. Is that a WSL team? Yeah, uh, that's the Seattle team. Oh, okay, right. Samantha Mewis, uh, NC Courage, Tobin Heath, Portland Thorns, Kylie Lewitt, Sky Blue. There you go. Got some trade representation. Jessica McDonald, NC Courage, Alex Morgan, Orlando Pride, Kristen Press, Utah Royals, Mallory Pugh, Washington Spirit, Mega Rapino, Rain FC. Uh, the big thing with this roster, there are 11 uh, first-timers uh, going to the World Cup. And uh, while I did not have the time to read the full article before we started the show, apparently Mo Bryan and Allie Krieger's inclusions are a bit surprising uh, with Ellis in that, and at least in those cases, going with experience over form. Uh, and it apparently says that neither one is really expected to see any time in France. So that is your roster for the World Cup, and I hope to see as many of you as possible for those games at Derby Road. Oh, actually, you know what? If you don't want to do Derby Road, um, out here in Bethlehem, they're doing the big outdoor viewing party, which is always pretty cool. Yeah, nobody wants to go to Bethlehem. I do. It's nice. Bethlehem's very nice. <laughs> Not even the Bethlehem Steel want to play there anymore. <laughs> Bethlehem is actually very nice. I actually have been to Bethlehem. It's it really is a nice town. I've not been there. I can't say anything about it. I found I found the church movie there where mm-hmm. I played a king, and we went to Bethlehem. That's what we did in it. You know, it's a good thing that the United States is not playing on uh, June eighth. Just saying, not playing. What was that? So they're not playing on June 8th. Yes. <laughs> Took a second, huh? No, I'm still not there. What's June 8th? There's, there's something happening June 8th. No, there isn't. Do I have my dates mixed up? Nope. Okay, good. I, I was like... Oh, good. Glad, glad Pat gives a fuck. <laughs> glad he gives a damn. Oh. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Uninvited. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah. Just a little busy on June eighth. That's right. <laughs> I'm 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 surprised it took that long, honestly. I don't know. I was I was in sports mode, not eternal love mode. <laughs> but, but they could be interchangeable, according to the movies. Yeah, that's true. All right, but uh, don't, don't the movies usually end with the man foregoing his sports team for eternal love? Not in Fever Pitch. I don't know what kind of? Yeah, yeah that's right. Well, the movie adaptation because the book did not end that way. <laughs> well, they had to reshoot the movie because the fucking Red Sox actually won the World Series. Yeah. Plus, the book was, plus the book was about. Uh, soccer, not not baseball. Yeah. Um, which, by the way, I actually did read that book uh, about a month or two ago. If if you if you're listening to this, you're obviously you're a big soccer fan. It's worth reading. Yes, I mean, there's, it's no, there's this loves not for cowards. That's yeah. a soccer book everyone should read. All right, reading. You guys in your reading. <clears throat> Well, I mean, I haven't read a book in like two years, but you know, I've read four or five this year so far. I read the new issue of Avengers mm. and Uncanny X Men. All right, uh, anything else for dumping ground? No. All right, so that only leaves us with Truman's terrible team of the week. That's terrible. Uh, boy, I tell you, I, I racked my brain on this one. Uh, I'm going to give a runner-up. To my Liverpool for getting their asses whomped yesterday, uh, leaving them with absolutely no chance, probably to to uh, advance in the Champions League. But I'm going to keep this one MLS. Uh, not a lot of blowouts going on, nothing embarrassing. But I'm just going to shout right out to DC United for losing to Minnesota. Although it was up in Minnesota, they did lose in the I think it was like the 82nd minute. So they had a scoreless draw. They couldn't have gotten a point, and they got completely bayoinked by a team who sings Wonderwall at the end of their games. Is that the <laughs> first first win for Minnesota in that building? I don't pay attention. Because they, they tied NYCFC. Correct. So and I, I was wondering if it was... Not, not sure. I, I could probably look real quick, but I don't know. Let's to... find out, shall we? Uh, yes, it was because they Minnesota tied New York City FC three three and then tied LA zero zero. Yep. Their first one at home was a one nothing squeaker. All right. Uh, anything else you guys want to talk about before we wrap this one up? No. Okay. You can visit us at patreon.com slash Red Bull Rant. <laughs> one buck a month is all you need to get exclusive content such as our monthly wrap ups. Which I just realized we probably should wrap up April. Ah, fuck. <laughs> yeah. That's how busy the vegan bakery has been. I forgot what month we're in. Um, so, our exclusives such as monthly wrap ups, live post games, anything else we do. You can email us, redballrant at gmail.com. <laughs> if you want to call us, 973 348 5329, facebook.com slash redballrant, on Twitter at Rant for the show. At Doc the Stooch myself, at PMACDA2 for Pat, at the Truman for Truman. Subscribe to our show via iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play Music, YouTube, SoundCloud, Spotify, pretty much anywhere you can find a podcast. Last words before we get out of here. Well, I guess it's up to me, right? Because you guys did not predict this, but uh, for fuck's sakes, I'm coming back to Red Bull Arena.
don't piss me off. Win. Mm, and I'm just going to say, Barth's keep making good meat because that's probably the only thing I'm going to enjoy on Saturday. All right. So for Pat Truman and myself, <laughs> this is <laughs> I'm dying over here. <laughs> this has been episode number 307 of the Red Bull Rant. Thank you guys for tuning in. And as always, go Red Bulls. <laughs> Chewy, we're home. <laughs>